0: Feltzer King's Podcasts. What the hell are you thinking it is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew? I mean, well, not everything. We we don't do math. But the kind of things that make the world the way it is today. Confusing, annoying, contradictory, and often extremely stupid. Join host Dave Bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then, and why they're even dumber now because those things happen. You can listen every Monday morning at whatthehellpodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app. I'm going to tell you something, teacher to teacher. Okay.
1: And it's something that took me a long time to learn. Just because kids can grasp the words doesn't mean they're ready for the concepts. Yes. So it's not a question of appropriate versus inappropriate, but rather, what are we gaining from having them read this book now? I think they're gonna gain a unique understanding of how Jewish men, particularly in their 20s, are this just very specific mix
0: of sexual bravado and extreme self-hatred, and it can be really destructive to the girls they choose to fuck.
1: Yeah, okay, so maybe it is a question of inappropriate. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Girls. We are just two boys watching HBO's Girls. We are your hosts. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we are talking about season five, episode two. Overall, this is episode 44, and it is titled Good Man. It is directed by Lena Dunham, written by Jenny Connor and Lena Dunham. The original air date was February twenty-eighth, two thousand sixteen, to an audience of five hundred and thirty-three thousand people, point five three three million. That's a little bit of an uptick from the last episode. Yeah. But still not still not getting to those highs that of, you know, season two or three where they're, no. you know, like upper upper eights kind of hovering around the seven million seven
0: hundred thousand. I'll say like half a million now at the time period that this is in, it's still, it's pretty good. Like when it was first, the first season, you're like, okay, that's low because of the time. But I feel like, you know, pulling half a million in. Yeah, this might've
1: been when, this might've been when like HBO Go and stuff was getting popular.
0: You can just kind of stream them whenever you want. Yeah, when did the show end? 2017? I think so. So this is 2016 right here? That's that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good numbers if you pull in half a mil. I mean, it's not great great but viable for tv it's
1: it's enough for, to keep you on tv without getting canceled yep. you know i mean especially on hbo they're not expecting
0: major numbers like cbs with ncis exactly. and all that stuff so i mean if, if you got people subscribing just for this show then that's a one
1: yeah so uh Let's get into this. Uh, This is a Marnie and shoshana list episode. It's Jessa-heavy, Hannah-heavy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean,
0: should we do Jessa's story first? Uh, yeah. Do you want to do Jessa and then go into Elijah and then blend that into? How do you want to do it? Uh...
1: I think Jessa and then Hannah with a little bit of sprinkling of Elijah and Ray in there. Okay. All right. So Jessa is in AA. That's the first we see of her in this episode and she uh turns her head and Adam is there and she's kind of like, "Oh shit, Adam's here." Does that look away thing like, "Oh, if if I act like he didn't I didn't see him, he won't talk to me." And uh, that is not what happened. If you know anything about Adam, he uh, is very forthcoming about his feelings about stuff and wanting to talk about things. So after the AA meeting is over, Jess is about to leave, leave out through the back door and Adam comes up behind her and grabs her and kind of startles her. And she's like, Jesus Christ. I thought you were a murderer. It's like murder in this AA meeting. Yeah. Like, so Adam basically wants to talk about the kiss. He goes up to Jess and he's like, hey, we need to talk about what happened. And Jess is trying to avoid it. She's being like, no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't have even done that. I think it was stupid that we did that. And Adam's like, why? And she's like, well, because Hannah, you know, she's my friend. And Adam's like, well, she doesn't want to be with me anymore. So we're in the clear. And she's like, no, but kind of like girl code type of shit where it's like, you don't hook up with your ex's your friend's ex. But Adam is kind of uh, adamant about pursuing Jessa, it
0: seems. Yeah, well she's well she says uh there's a couple good lines there. He's like you're hiding behind your accent. And then she yeah. says she doesn't want to be shitty anymore or doing shitty stuff. That phase is over. Um the thing we we kind of skipped over Adam's first scene with his sister, which I feel like we oh, need right, to do right, that, right, right, or right. else we're never gonna get back to that. Um Yeah, that's true. Uh, totally spaced on that one but uh the thing that really is interesting here is like adam is still in his giggly phase like they're at aa and he like does a cutesy little wave to her which is so mm-hmm. weird you know like it's just so out of character for him
1: yeah especially for four seasons of us looking at adam being this kind of brooding dark ish but also kind of a A weird
0: goofball, but not like a silly goofball. You know what I mean? And we've seen him in relationships with other women besides Hannah, too, at this point. And he's never been like that, you know? Yeah.
1: But, yeah, to get to your point about uh, the first scene with Adam, he's with uh, his sister Caroline, who is breastfeeding her baby in her and Laird's apartment. But I was majorly confused because their apartment looks and it's laid out exactly like Hannah's apartment. Yeah, I mean, it's the same it building. Looks, but it, it looks exactly like Hannah's apartment. It looks like they just kind of redressed Hannah's apartment to make it Laird's apartment.
0: I'm uh, pretty much 100% sure that's exactly what they did. <laughs> or yeah. or maybe not. Maybe they built another set for it just because, you know, Hannah's apartment is going to stay Hannah's apartment. So.
1: Mm-hmm. But. so Caroline is breastfeeding in front of Adam, which is a little odd. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, she's talking about a bunch of bullshit. Really, well, I'll, I'll say this:
0: breastfeeding in public or around people isn't as odd, Isn't so odd. It's the fact that it's her brother that's doing it. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, that's what popped. it was. Yeah, we get a lot of uh, boobs popping out in this episode. I know. Yeah. Uh, so eventually, she goes.
1: gives the baby over to Adam and Adam's kind of like scared of it he doesn't know how to hold it and Caroline's like I'm gonna go take a shit give me 40 minutes Laird don't touch the door for 40 minutes and he's like yes dear so she's gonna I mean 40 minutes That's that's a good solid shit I mean, God, what did she eat?
0: (laughs) Like, I've had diarrhea and I haven't been on the toilet for 40 minutes. Yeah. I'm just surprised she didn't take a cell phone with her. I don't know what she's going to do in there. Yeah. Just read every instruction. Yeah.
1: Read every instruction on the back of every shampoo (laughs) bottle. Yeah.
0: That was the old school way pre cell phone
1: i know man i know i learned so much about how to wash my
0: hair just taking long poops oh rinse and repeat okay
1: you ever notice that like if you don't take your cell phone with you to take a poop uh
0: how quickly you poop (laughs) yeah you're just (laughs)
1: trying to get out of there (laughs) yeah exactly you're just like this is like solitary confinement i gotta get out of (laughs) here So she goes to take a shit for 40 minutes, and uh, Adam is kind of playing with the baby. Laird walks over, and he's like, yeah, you know, lady's got to have her time. And Adam's like, you have any time? And Laird's like, oh, no, I don't deserve time. (laughs) I didn't have to push a baby through a hole that's right next to my pee hole. And Adam's like, oh, yeah, that sounds rough. And so Laird kind of is looking at
0: Adam, and he's like, you know what? You should have one. He's doing the thing that people that have kids immediately do. For some reason, yep. they want everyone else to have kids. I I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get when there's like, you have a kid? Like, you should have a kid, too. You like yeah. It's like if you bought like a PlayStation, you're like, no, you get a PlayStation, too. It's like, not like.
1: Well, I could see the same logic there, because if you want to, if you both have PlayStations, you can play yeah, online if that, together. That if makes you both sense. have kids,
0: you can. You can play with uh, the kids together. But it doesn't even matter if the person's in the same state as you. <laughs> you know, what I mean, they'll yeah, just still be like... That's true. Every person they talk to, that's kidless. Yeah, so Laird
1: is uh, like, you should have a baby. And Adam's like, maybe I will. And then Laird is like, oh, do you have anything going on in the love department? And Adam is like, uh, actually, have you ever been... Uh, you ever been in a situation where you have feelings for somebody, but it's kind of complicated and you can't really bring it up? And Laird's like, Oh, oh yeah, buddy, you're talking to the king of that. Uh, namely with Hannah Horvath. And I was like, What? Yeah. He's like, Yeah, we were it was just like a weird timing thing. Like we were supposed to, you know, maybe be together, but then she told me that she had to have a vagina surgery. So bad timing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like Addle's is-
0: look when he says when he hears that, it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it was definitely a lie, I feel, that Hannah made up to avoid Laird. But Laird already knew that she was making that stuff up. Like, in previous episodes, he was not under the impression that she was just like, oh, it didn't work out. Like, he knew he was being used. Yeah. Like, he's called her out for I that.
1: Feel, I like Laird a lot, but I don't know what to make of him. Like, is he stupid
0: or, like, hates himself or just sad? Like... Yeah, it's, I think he's just trying to do the best he can with being, like, in his hippie phase, his hippie-ish phase, but also, like, just being a former addict. Like, I feel like he's just, like, any day I'm not relapsing is, is like, good. But he's not, like, a, he's not, like, in the Jessa phase of where they're, like, oh, my God, if I relapse, everything goes to shit. Like, he just, I don't, we don't know what he is, like, if he's, like, fully. And he's just a nice he's a genuinely nice person so i think he just gets walked on a lot yeah he seems really good-hearted mm-hmm. you know uh but definitely a pushover when he's like i don't deserve time i was like geez, all right man it's kind of the caroline it's kind of the perfect balance with him and caroline though like not for him like being there but like if you put those into one person you get like a nice like person mm-hmm. that can stand up for themselves but also has empathy
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. Um yeah, and then that that was the scene that preceded the AA scene. Mm-hmm. So sorry to flip that on everybody. Sorry about that. I had a little bit of a space cadet moment. You just, just wanted then. to dive
0: straight into that Adam Jessa rom com.
1: Yeah, because uh I you know I was basically right, it seems like that. But Adam, at the end of that AA scene, they basically kind of conclude that. Adam is pushing for them going out, but Jess is saying no. And then Adam's kind of like, "Well, what if we're, uh, what if we're like uh, friends and I can just follow you around and stuff?" And Jess is like, "Ugh, okay, but we're just friends." It's like, I know, just like hookup already. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> you know, you're gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Adam even calls it out. He's like, "I know you have feelings for me." Yeah just fucking do it yeah i don't know she's like, i just I don't can't. know where these
0: feelings came from
1: well, we're missing six months of time yeah. so who knows what could have happened between uh then and now
0: yeah
1: so uh jess like i have a really busy day and you can tag along but we're just friends and i am like cool all right
0: so they go to it looks like uh coney island Yeah, I wasn't sure exactly where. Like, I wanted to say it was Coney Island, but it didn't fully look like it. And I don't know, it wasn't that. uh, It didn't look like that Italian festival that happens every summer in Williamsburg. Um, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it. I don't know what it was exactly. Where exactly?
1: It it looked like some kind of carnival pier situation. Yeah, I'm gonna
0: say Coney Island. Could you see that's the only place? No. Yeah, and it seemed like there was a Ferris wheel that didn't look like it was in a place where i don't know but they're at some type I of mean, carnival fair type place
1: i mean that ferris wheel was enormous yeah and it, it like there was a shot of it in the background it kind of took up a lot of yeah. the skyline so that's what made me think you know maybe coney island but i don't think coney island has that in that placement i don't know that could be well they're at some kind of carnival mm-hmm. let's just say that uh and Adam calls her out immediately he's like oh you had such a fucking busy day you're going to a carnival <laughs> yeah he's like nice uh, busy plans freak yeah so she goes up to a carny type guy who is like either i don't know the best way to describe him is that he is just a carny like he is a man of all carnival
0: tricks he's a magician running a booth it seems yeah and yeah so- i don't know like He's the greatest showman. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. So she goes up
1: to him, and he's, like, doing his carnival, bar- carnival barking type stuff. And she's, like, I forget the guy's name, but she's, like, Harold, where is my $30? Mm-hmm. And he's, like, Jessa, we've been through this. And it's, like, what is the history between
0: these two people? I really thought she had, like, a freelance therapist gig, and this guy was skipping out <laughs> on something. You know what I mean? Like uh private therapy lessons i was like oh we're gonna learn about what hannah's doing and she's just gonna go around trying to collect money from her deadbeat patients right yeah or like clients and i was like oh okay that'll be interesting but
1: to me it seemed like she was mad that she got conned out of 30 dollars by this guy or something (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like no i have a busy day i gotta get my money back from this con man Carney. Mm -hmm. and (laughs) adam's just along for the ride
0: the weirdest part is that adam is giddy and laughing at this guy's jokes like like a school kid <laughs> yeah he's loving he's loving
1: this dude's like magic tricks and jokes
0: you want a mint he government just, and he's got a dollar under or something like yeah and then he puts like a screwdriver in his nose and he's like <laughs> yeah like i'm like who is very this? odd who is this guy
1: yeah and this is like intercut with uh, like kind of a montage of adam and jessa playing a bunch of carnival games adam freaking out when he's not winning no that's the adam <laughs> i know <laughs> screaming exactly. in front of the kids because he can't screaming win the- in
0: front of kids about losing the goldfish <laughs> toss ball in the goldfish bowl or whatever
1: and he and jessa are being so cutesy together adam's like holding stuff for her and they're they're they're
0: lady in the tramping a sandwich i hated that part i was like what a waste yeah, of me that too. sandwich yeah that sandwich is impossible Je- to eat like that so it's just there for like that rom com cuteness
1: yeah and jess is like trying to feed it to him but she's stuffing it in his face so hard <laughs> the balls that it- are
0: falling out of it <laughs> it's a mess yeah it was gross it was nasty <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't cute it wasn't it wasn't, no, like, oh, it wasn't. i
1: mean if you're a long-time listener of the show you know that i have an issue with watching people eat uh on camera and this might have been this might have taken the cake just because. It was like violent, like Jess is like shoving that sandwich and she's also eating it herself. It's all over her hands. It's kind of like she's smearing it on Adam's face at a certain
0: point. I I was thinking about the person that just sold that to him. That's like right in the background. And he's that person's like, great. I get to sell them another sandwich because they just waste it. Like,
1: yeah, (laughs) that's the other thing. Like what an awkward position for that guy to be in. Like they didn't walk away from the stand at all. They just start Lady in the Tramping it immediately, and then shoving it into each other's face, yeah. seemingly. So nasty. But they're they're falling in love. Oh yeah. So yeah, they have a good quote unquote friend date at the carnival pier, and Adam won her a goldfish. It looks like. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do find out later on in the next scene with Adam and Jessa that it was a goldfish. And Adam is just tossing it around haphazardly, throwing it up in the air and catching it. And I was like, what
0: a fucking psychopath. And I'm like, that's the Adam we know. (laughs) That was a very Adam thing. He's still there. He's still in there. Yeah.
1: So he's throwing it around and jess is like all right this is where i le- let off and i was like all right i'm gonna kiss you goodbye and she's like no we're not kissing we're just friends and then he's like all right well here take your goldfish and the goldfish is dead obviously mm-hmm. and jess is like dude this is exactly why we can't date you've been throwing this fucking fish around like an idiot since we got it and i thought that was
0: hilarious because yeah, she says it was like she says i would destroy you and you would destroy me and we would destroy each other, All right? Like something yeah, like the only way, something like the only I.
1: way that this would end up is with you in a body bag and me pregnant on my way to Mexico. Yeah,
0: they've been referencing Jessica getting pregnant so much that she's gotta have a baby by the end of this show, because like she wanted to have Ace's baby. The beginning of yeah. this episode, Adam's like, "Well, maybe I'll have one." You know, it's like. Okay, and now she's referencing again being pregnant at a border. Like she is, I'm, it, it it it's there. I
1: mean, even th- way throwback to season oh, one. Oh, yeah. when she had she had that conversation with Hannah about how she wants to have kids with members of every race or something yeah.
0: like that, right? Yeah, and then that's just but, that, but she didn't go to the abortion. But then she yeah, didn't yeah, have. Yeah. But then she wasn't pregnant. Yeah.
1: So this leads to my absolute favorite moment in this episode, is after Adam has been tossing around this thing and Jess is like, look, you idiot, you killed it. Adam just takes the goldfish and just throws it on the ground. (laughs) He's like, oh, man, it's dead. Just, like, throws it like
0: a candy wrapper, like he's littering. And you hear it splat and break open like a water balloon. (laughs) (laughs) What? And you're just like, that is the the weirdest thing you can do in front of someone you're trying to hook up with.
1: Yeah, that seemed like it also didn't fit the overall tone of this show at all. Like that seemed like something from
0: like a Tim and Eric sketchers. But, but like Adam is aggressive, but he's not like heartless. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Like he, because even when he notices it's dead, he's like, Oh, it's dead. You know, like he seems like, I mean, he's like a mice it where he doesn't, like he's linear mice. Yeah. It where he can't understand it, things die. But yeah, I don't under, it's like,
1: Dude, when I saw him tossing it around, I was like, what the fuck
0: is this? And uh yeah, and he just tosses it over his shoulder like, "Alright, that's done." Yeah, it was so weird. It should have had that like stock like Bring! Yeah. like shit breaking <laughs> and <laughs> like the, cat, the cat the cat scream knocking over a trash <laughs> yeah, can. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Just all, all those sounds. exactly. Yeah. Um so they come to the conclusion like, yeah, okay, well, we can be friends and we can never touch. And then they're like, so we can never touch, but can we, and that's kind of like a smash cut to them masturbating next to each other. Yeah. And then they're like, don't look, don't look. And then they're like, it's it's not a part of the rules. And they're just like fapping it they, next to each they other. They go
0: hard on the sound effects here too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And Adam's kind of, like, trying to sneak a peek. And Jess is like, stop looking. And then Adam's like, fuck this, new rules. And then they're, like, staring into each other's eyes
0: as they're mutually masturbating. At that point, they might as well have sex. Because that's just I as know. bad. That's just as bad. There's no, like, oh, we uh, masturbated next to each other. Hannah is cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, you might as well just... Like, Hannah's going to be cool. Like, no, we we set boundaries, Hannah. Yeah. We didn't want you to be
0: upset. So we just... Masturbate in front of each other, yeah. It's, and Hannah's like, Oh, cool, yeah, no, that's fine, but maybe she yeah. will be fine with it as we see something. I mean, earlier, I mean, Hannah's episode. got a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff going on in this
1: episode, yeah. so that's kind of where Jessa and Adam's story ends. Uh,
0: you have anything else to add on that? Um, masturbating next to each other while looking at each other is the last note I have on them, yeah. 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 Would you ever do that? Uh, not, uh not wanting to. No. <laughs> not, wouldn't be on my wait, list. What's, of, wait, what's what, a situation? Wouldn't be. What's the
1: situation where
0: you'd be forced to do that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I would not. That would not be my thing. Of like, let's do that. That's fine.
1: Yeah. When I heard stories of like dudes just whipping their dicks out and like, hey, can I masturbate in front of you? I don't get it. Like, that's, I mean, I mean it's, uh, the Lu- it's the Louis There's CK. something for everybody. Louis CK. Yeah, there's something for everybody, I guess, and people are into different things, but I just do not get that one. I would be so self conscious about, about it. It's just, it doesn't I don't seem know. like it would
0: be enjoyable for the other person.
1: Yeah. Or for
0: you. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it defeats the whole purpose of it. <laughs> I feel like yeah, no I've- one can even have fun at that point. Like you're better yeah, off if you guys that. just went Separate places and did that <laughs> It's <Yeah>. just like
1: <laughs> It's defeating the purpose of being in the same room As this person yeah. you know
0: But uh and, no, Just think about like when you're done like what's the What's the finish there like he just like Cleans up and walks away
1: Yeah it... like one person finishes before The other and they're just like alright come on Yeah looking at their watch Yeah he's just like uh, should we order food <laughs> like, what, like what do you do after that <laughs>
0: should we uh postmate
1: something yeah. uh while you finish up <laughs>
0: yeah but uh yeah i mean it works for the comedic jump and beat but like come on just just hook up already too
1: yeah all right so let's get into hannah's thing uh here so at the very start of the episode hannah's sleeping over at fran's place and she hears some rustling going on in the apartment mm-hmm. and hannah assumes uh that it is a robber there's somebody infiltrating their space and so she's waking fran up doing the typical like uh 1980s sitcom thing of like hey there's a bump in the night wake you up wake the man up you go check it you get
0: killed so, once you get killed then they come in and kill me great
1: yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> like the like bill burr has that joke he's like every time i got every time there's a bump in the night
0: i gotta check it out like
1: yes he does have a knife honey <laughs>
0: <laughs> i feel like bill Burr." Bill Burr has to be like an honorary member of this podcast because he gets brought up way too much. <laughs>
1: I know. I
0: I always quote him on the yeah. show.
1: Um, but anyway, so Fran goes to check it out, and it seems like it's—is it his roommate? I, I think I it's think his it's roommate, roommate, right? Yeah. So it's his roommate Jacob who is kind of having a, a a meltdown. It looks like he's sweating. He's drawing an outline of his body on the floor. Mm-hmm and panting and Fran is kind of like hey buddy what's what's up what's going on here and he's like I've been noticing changes in my body and I'm growing and I don't think that I should be growing or I don't know something's not right and he's like pulling his skin he's like this skin shouldn't be here I don't know what's happening to me and Hannah just kind of looks at Fran and whispers she's like all right this guy's crazy let's just go back to bed and then Jacob freaks out even more because he's like, what the fuck did your bitch say about me? Yeah. And Fran's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't use that kind of language. And he's like, no, this bitch, she fucking called me crazy. I'm not fucking crazy. Uh, I, blah, blah, blah. And he's freaking out. If I was Hannah, and Hannah stays in the room. At
0: this point, if I was Hannah, I would have left the room. There are so many things weird about this scene. Like, is there like a, a wall of beer cans behind them too? Like, that are stacked yeah. up? Yeah. Like- is that their roommate steal, where they just pound beers and stack them up? Because that doesn't seem that seems like seems like something that Fran wouldn't do, but also could do, you know? Yeah, Um. He, I mean, I don't know. I
1: don't know what this guy, Jacob, is capable of and what he's been doing since he's been freaking out because
0: he's having a really like his mind is broken can, in this. scene. Can I just say one? I don't know why we have this scene. Like, <laughs> honestly, we could have just had the next scene of them eating bagels and just being like, yeah, my roommate's acting weird. I, you, you sure I can stay over here? And you're done. Yeah, Thanks <laughs> for letting me stay. My roommate's being real weird. Though. Yeah. Or they're like anything that if you need to push them into the place together, it's a way to. Yeah. They could already just be living together because it's been a six month jump. We have never known yeah. about this roommate. Um, But whatever. Yeah, It's weird that she freaks out that something someone's robbing them or something when they have a roommate. Like when you have roommates and you hear noise, you don't assume, you just assume roommate normally. I will say this. This is a story from back when I lived in New York and I
1: had a roommate and I had a girlfriend at the time and my girlfriend couldn't, was having a hard time sleeping or something. So she went out into the living room and she was watching TV. And she heard a rustling on our window because we were on the first floor. Mm -hmm. And she heard something like rustling the window. And she looked over and she saw hands trying to like get into the window. So she ran into the bedroom and was like, oh, my God, Joe, someone's trying to break into your apartment. Joe, someone's calling. Someone's trying to break in through the window. And I was like, are you sure? Because I was asleep and I woke up. Are you sure? She's like, yeah, I I saw it. I saw hands. Something's going on so i locked the bedroom door i called the cops and i was like somebody's trying to break into my apartment um then a couple minutes go by and the cops come and they call my phone and they're like hey we're here uh actually actually no that's not the order of events so before the cops call i sneak out of my bedroom and i have you know a weapon and i have like a little knife or
0: something or a baseball bat are you I don't are you retelling this story so you look more heroic now
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I definitely had some kind of something because I always sleep with, you know, you know how you sleep with like a, a baseball bat or. A, a, my sister got me this knife from Morocco that I always have next to my bed just in case some shit goes down. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Do you not have that? I don't. I don't have that. I have. Uh, you know, I mentally like think, oh, if something happens, what I what would I grab? But I don't have like a a Moroccan knife or a Louisville Slugger. Yeah. So I grabbed
1: something, I don't remember what, but I go out into the, into the uh, living room and I look outside and it is my roommate who is trying to get in and I was like, oh my God, God damn it. So I opened the door and I let him in and he was, it was like he was drunk and he lost his keys and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to get in. And right as he's coming in, the cops show up. And they're like, what's going on here? I heard there was a report of something, somebody trying to break in. And uh, I was like, oh, no, it was my roommate. He was drunk. He forgot his keys. My girlfriend kind of uh, assumed that it was a robber. But, like, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. So she, the cops leave. And my roommate's like, I can't believe you. You fucking called the cops on me? And I was like, bro, I didn't know it was you like my girlfriend came in and said that somebody was trying to break in which you were trying to do he was trying to break in through the window and like what am i supposed to do like i i don't know and he never let that go he was like i can't believe you fucking called the cops on me yeah I mean, and like not in a not in like a jokey funny way he's like i can't believe you called the cops on me
0: yeah like dude fucking i mean go fuck yourself i don't know i just figured like when you have roommates it's one of those like things where you hear like a noise and you're like okay is that something or is it not
1: yeah because when they come out
0: hannah's like oh thank god it's just jacob yeah so she knew that he had a roommate yeah exactly and he he's not making that much noise for new york roommate that is crazy artist for me yeah like it didn't yeah. seem like he was it didn't seem like he was running like i've seen crazy people in this show like mm-hmm. that to me was like all right, just go back to bed. Can you keep it down a little bit? <laughs> like, yeah. And and we don't have any backstory. We don't know this thing. Another thing that got me that I thought was weird is that Hannah calls him crazy to a point where he can hear that. You yeah. don't call someone who's acting crazy or having like a breakdown crazy. She of all yeah. people should know that. Like, yeah, dude. That's what I didn't make any sense. And after she calls him crazy, he really starts
1: to take some menacing steps towards her. And I was like, oh, Jesus, like, this is getting really ugly. And I just didn't know why Hannah stayed in the room. Like, I would have left. I would have, if I was Hannah, I would have
0: been behind Fran. I've been like, hey, protect me. I love the fact that. (laughs) He, he like knocks over the chair or something there and she like goes oh and and clings the friend and she's like are you okay he's like it all it didn't hit me but it could have and then he just yeah, rolls yeah, his was... eyes, and i'm like he's the perfect <laughs> he has the perfect reactions to her nonsense every time yeah <laughs> like, like that was such a
1: good moment i'm glad that you remembered that because that was fucking hilarious just, just the it look didn't on his touch face me but it could have just <laughs> the look on his face like oh god yeah so uh then jacob starts yelling about why is hannah here and he can see her bush and he doesn't want to see her bush and then hannah's like you don't want to see my bush fine i'll cover my bush and she covers her bush
0: and her titty pops out yeah she's just wearing the oversized t-shirt only situation
1: yeah why would you go
0: out of the room if you think of robert's there you're going to at least put on like some shorts or something.
1: Yeah. That's why they say you should never sleep naked because you know a robber comes in, you don't want to be fighting him naked or like a fire, you don't want to have to run out of your uh, you know apartment
0: naked or whatever. But it's like it's not that hard to grab something and just pull it on. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. So um, that leads to
1: uh it, it appears that Fran is now staying with Hannah for the time being. Uh, not only Hannah, but Hannah and Elijah, mm-hmm. who I forgot lives with Hannah. Uh, if Hannah's there, Elijah's there. <laughs> like, that's yeah. what you have to see. So, yeah. So, Fran is kind of like, hey, thanks for letting me stay over. Um, I, you know, Jacob, I didn't realize he was, like, off his meds, but he's acting real fucking wild. And Hannah's like, well, you don't have to worry about that here. Elijah's never violent except for when he's drunk. And then Elijah pops out of his room. Yeah. And uh his tidy
0: whities, but not white tidy whities, but
1: yeah, striped tidy <laughs> yeah. whities. And he saunters over and he's like, The only rule of this house is you gotta keep the fridge stocked with LaCroix or he, Kmart brand seltzer. Yeah, I was like, Is Kmart brand seltzer a specific type of seltzer? Well, he even says like where to specifically get the Kmart brand seltzer and i was like why well, do you have he to go to that which, specific which one do you say i forget what where he said but it's like he doesn't it's a very specific Kmart that you have to go to to get this the store, only one seems. i know of is like the one at Astor place there's a Kmart in uh i think it was on 34th street too mm, probably yeah um i do like by madison square garden yeah i remember that um but this—it wasn't either of those. It was someone that's kind of in. It seemed like a far Brooklyn or far Queens yeah. or something. So then uh they're like, "All right, we gotta go to work." And Fran gets up, Hannah gets up, and then Elijah's like, "All right, I'll miss you." Grabs Hannah and then the, Hannah and Elijah like passionately kiss, for like a good
0: five five to eight seconds. It's an embrace. And a kiss and a yeah. stolen embrace. It wasn't like a a peck on the lips and like I'm out. It was like a hug and like, yeah, like you said, five second like swoosh. <laughs> Like
1: Yeah. And Fran's standing there like, what the f- what's happening? Yeah. And then they un unkiss and they both look at Fran and they're like, what, we're not supposed to do this just because you're around. And Fran's like, I kind of would like that. And then Elijah's like, "Well, get used to it, buddy. Unless you want to get in on this, uh, this is what goes down here." And I was just like, "What a
0: fucking well, they weird say, relationship." They say it took us a long time to get to this point. <laughs> like, they're just still <laughs> embraced talking to him. And Hannah's that's like, so "No, weird. that's not what I meant." Like when he tries to like imply the threesome thing. Um, yeah, but we skipped over the fact that Elijah oh, says yes, ill about the jobs, and then. <laughs> They're like, uh, don't look at us like that. It's a job. You should try having. One. And he's like, I do. I work at Ray's. Another person working at Ray's. All of a sudden, <laughs> R- I
1: love it. Ray just employs these, and they're such bad employees. I know. When is Ray gonna like, for as smart and likable as uh, as I think Ray is, he keeps making terrible employee decisions. Not a savvy
0: businessman. No. Yeah, as soon as Elijah's like, I have a job, I work at Ray's. We're gonna I was like we're gonna need Shoshana to come back and co run this coffee shop and market it. Yeah. Yeah. So <sighs> good lord. So then
1: we get to um Elijah at Rays, right? Um Or is this where Hannah's teaching?
0: Where were we? And uh, uh, yeah, I think we go Elijah at Ray's. Yeah.
1: So so Elijah's working at Ray's and they're kind of peering out the window from the front counter. It's a dead store. There's nobody in there. And what had happened was a new coffee shop has opened up across the street that is taking all of Ray's customers. It's called Helvetica,
0: right? Yeah. And once I saw that, I was like, is that a real coffee? Like because we see that before we see inside his, I was like, it's had a real coffee shop. And I was like, that is definitely like a very hipsterous name for, yeah for a coffee shop. Uh, it seems like a real place though. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure, but, uh, and Ray calls it out for like mm-hmm. what, what place names himself after a font.
1: Yeah. And Elijah's kind of like, I mean, yeah, it sucks that they're taking our business, but, uh, Damn, that coffee is good. And he's drinking a coffee from Helvetica. And Ray's like, "What the fuck, dude? You can't just you can't drink their coffee. You're fraternizing with the enemy." And Elijah's like, "What? It's just good coffee. I fucking so." Ray's got an issue with it because not only are they stealing his customers and it's competition, but. Helvetica for some reason doesn't give their customers lids. Mm-hmm. So all of the customers from Helvetica are coming over across the street to Ray's and stealing Ray's lids.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's pissed about it. Yeah. With good reason, I think. was <laughs> kind of douchey. I'm gonna say it's douchey that the customers are stealing his lids. Yeah. But that's not Helvetica's fault. Exactly. Yeah. Like that doesn't he can't he he can move the lid somewhere else, he can keep them behind the countertop. He can do yeah. a lot to prevent them from taking his lids. Yeah, so like that's he like... could himself
1: stop giving them lids. <laughs> yeah. or be like, would you like a lid? Yeah, with every purchase. Um, Here's a question: Would you yeah. rather
0: have a coffee shop? Would you rather have a coffee shop named Helvetica or a coffee shop na- named Ray's Coffee? Definitely, Ray's. Okay.
1: Definitely, I feel like Helvetica
0: would draw more people in. That. Will buy expensive coffee, then raise. Which, unless you're trying to be ironic with all the raise pizzas, Ray's coffee just seems weird. <laughs> I don't
1: like, know. How, name, a coffee, I mean, I... name a coffee.
0: Name a coffee. How many coffee shops do you know that are like named after, like, yeah, that's person. true. Yeah, you're right. Like all the places that I go to out
1: here are not named after a person. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's something. See, like, my favorite places are, you know, diners. And something about Ray's seems, like, very dinery and kind of old school to me. Yeah, I just don't feel
0: like it's a diner, though. Like, you're walking into a coffee shop.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely not. But, you know, there's a place in L.A. called Alcove that I go to. But it's, like, a fancy kind of hipstery coffee place. And it's very,
0: I don't know, it's bougie kind of. I think it's... For me, Alcove has the appearance of bouginess, but it's not really bougie. Like if you want to get bougie, you gotta go like West Hollywood and stuff in those coffee shops. Like this this one has like, oh yes, outdoor seating and it's like a little brick outside. It's really nice. But it's when you get in there, you're like, oh, it's actually just a small little place. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the cof- coffee
1: places that I would go to are Alcove coffee commissary and maybe like there's a place by where i live called republic of pie but nobody no named places yeah. but i would go i also
0: don't fucking
1: go to places based on their name no alone, i mean anyway. yeah exactly i'm
0: just saying like which one would draw it like if you i could just see like just walking by if you like in los Feliz, you have to choose the coffee shop because there's like 50 of them in like two blocks <laughs> so yeah like You have have to have a loyalty. Do Uh, you have have a a, loyalty? Well, I like Blue Bottle, which is there. But I don't really have a loyalty for sure. Like if I go to Alcove, it's because I'm going to actually be there. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Fun little fact for everyone listening.
1: Alcove is the place where Vance and I came up with the idea for this podcast. Oh, yeah, that is true. So thanks, Alcove. Thanks, Alcove. (laughs) Thanks for fueling us. Shout out. (laughs) If you're in the L.A. area and you want some coffee and a good place to hang, also kind of a good date spot,
0: Alcove, I highly recommend. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. I It's a great place to have meetings. Uh, they have outdoor seating right now, so it's good mm-hmm. for this time period. And, uh, yeah, it's mostly outdoor seating. So Yeah, yeah shout out Alcove.
1: Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I would go to Ray's, I think, over Helvetica.
0: I do like a lid. I do like a lid. <laughs>
1: Yeah, protect the man. I will say this: I will um, sit
0: inside of Rays if I was getting a coffee to go. Helvetica would be like that. Pop in, get a coffee, but also without the lid, it's a little tricky.
1: See, I feel like Rays would be better to pop in because there's nobody there because Helvetica is stealing all the. <laughs> 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 like I'm not about to. Like I, I go to you know I'll go to places and. You know, you just see these long-ass lines outside of places for coffee. And it's like 10 to 20 people deep just waiting for
0: coffee. Those have to be those poor of our only places. Because the poor yeah. of takes oh, a you long, know, it's yeah. a,
1: You know, what's a good uh, coffee place in North Hollywood is Boulevard Cafecito. I think it's kind of a chain. Mm-hmm. But uh, welcome to Coffee Talk with yeah. fans and Joe. <laughs> yeah. We're just trying to plug spin-off. Podcast right now since we're coming to yeah. <laughs> we're yeah, okay. we're going the next after Boys Watching Girls is over, it's gonna be Boys Drinking Coffee, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Coffee uh. Review Place. Um, so anyway, get back to the regularly scheduled program after they establish that Ray is pissed about the lids and doesn't like Helvetica. We get to Hannah teaching in the school and she's teaching a, a book by philip roth called goodbye columbus which is about uh classism in the jewish jewish community and also sex somehow i haven't read this book i didn't really look it up or anything
0: haven't read it probably won't read it um yeah def- definitely won't read it on my side <laughs> um but yeah she's teaching a book that's i don't know one of those ones that are questionable for kids to be reading
1: yeah and even one of her students calls her out on it she's like this is kind of inappropriate for us to be reading and has like why she's like um it's about like how to fuck basically it's
0: about how to have sex or it was like he was to... teaching safe sex and she said it was like a guide for sex and i was like what kid is just going to be like this is too trashy for us like yeah i don't know yeah uh Also, I need to call
1: out, there is a, uh, it sounds like a car horn going off in the background of my apartment, so if you hear that, that is what's going on. So, while Hannah's having kind of an argument of ideals with her student, Nellie, about whether she should be teaching this book, a person comes into her classroom and is like, hey, Hannah, you have an emergency call in Principal Toby's office and hannah's like well who is it and she's like i don't know i couldn't really tell the man was sobbing so she's like oh i don't know who the fuck this could be she runs to principal's office picks up the phone and it turns out it's her dad and her dad is like openly weeping he is in new york Uh, now there's two car horns holy shit (laughs) holy shit what's happening there's a battle going on outside So it's her dad. Her dad's in Times Square at the Marriott and he is going through something and Hannah's like, I'll be right there. But before she can get right there, Principal Toby calls her into his office and is like, Hannah, we got to talk about your curriculum. Uh, I heard that you're teaching goodbye Columbus to these students. And Hannah's like, yep. And he's like, I feel like that's kind of inappropriate and has... Gives her counter argument about like, this is why we need to be teaching this, because it's about Jewish men and their sexuality and bravado, but also their self-hatred. And we need to prepare these women, these girls for, you know, the guys that they're going to fuck later on in life. And the principal's like, yeah, this is definitely an appropriate thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like the worst reasoning. She did not. She could have had an argument
0: she could have had an argument about it but i thought it was going to be a deeper argument about like oh like the books that get censored and we don't show kids but if you don't show kids these things then you're kind of like like wiping it up out. in an so, echo like, chamber yeah. yeah there was something to do there but uh nope she nope, she, she went the route up. of like <laughs> she went the route of like these girls are gonna fuck these guys so they need to learn yeah <laughs> uh but this one goes on and it's really interesting like because then she's like well i gotta leave real quick my dad's going through this thing remember i told you how my dad is, came out <laughs> like yeah and then she's like well i think something inv- invasive happened invasive happened yeah. to him and i need to go check it out <laughs> just have someone checking on my class
1: Um yeah and right before she leaves it seems like principal toby might be firing her because he starts off the sentence with like look hannah I like you. I think you're very smart. And then she cuts him off. And she's like, I like you too. I think you're one of the smartest people I've ever met,
0: but I got to go. And then she just like hurries out the door. Yeah. I kind of love that. Yeah. That's the way to handle that situation. Cause this guy is like, <laughs> he doesn't know how to deal with her. Yeah, man. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Um, but I I had a thing where like, it's interesting that he had the comment about the book that was being taught. I guess he found out when someone just went to check in on the class or what they were reading. Mm -hmm. But I was thought he was going to be upset with her for like leaving the class to take that phone call, which I think she had to take because someone came in, you know?
1: Yeah. And if it's it's an emergency, like what is she supposed to do? Yeah. But I don't think he was,
0: he didn't seem mad at that, but that's what I thought he was going to be mad about.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how did he find out that they were doing goodbye Columbus? I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. So is this the point where Ray goes over to Helvetica, it seems? Or does Hannah go straight to her dad? Yeah, this is Helvetica. So Ray walks on over to Helvetica to check it out, scope out the competition, you know. Uh, Complain, basically. (laughs) Complain. Goes up to the guy at the counter and he's like, Hey, uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh I work across the street. I'm your competition. And the guy's like, Oh, you work at the Starbucks? And he's like, No, I work at rays And he's like, Oh, it's hard to keep track of all these chains. Yeah. I didn't know that Rays was a chain at this
0: point. Well, rays is part of Did he say chains? grumpy I didn't even pay attention, but like it's part of grumpy's and all and he just rattles off a bunch of coffee shop names.
1: Like, well yeah he rat- yeah. rattles off a bunch of coffee shop chains because like starbucks coffee and tea leaf pete's coffee uh and then a couple other ones yeah i don't
0: know if those were all chains like because i didn't recognize a lot of those names he was saying mm. um i think was just talking well, about coffee shops did. in this neighborhood you just said you didn't recognize <laughs> a bunch of them no i
1: did i recognize well i can't remember all of them you I recognize all of them pretty say? much all of them okay yeah pretty much maybe except for one all right but uh, so Ray is like, look, I, I don't care, man. Uh, just your your customers are coming over to my place and they're stealing my lids. So what's your beef with lids? Why don't you give them lids? He's like, oh, we don't believe in lids. He's like, you will fucking give them lids. And then there is a shaved head person in the background that's like making coffee.
0: And uh, she kind of
1: snickers at him, it seems like.
0: Because Ad- because, and- because Ray's asking them to give lids, and they're like, no. Like, he says, they're stealing my lids. He's like, oh, that sucks. That's, like, his response. Yeah. That sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, he can't. I mean, the, it's not Helvetica's fault. It's all of the douchey-ass customers. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Ray definitely wants to let his voice be heard yeah. about
0: his, And who knows uh, if this guy owns a coffee shop? I mean, I guess they kind of have some state yeah. to, like... I hate when people come in and complain to an employee of a company about the company's uh, policy. You know,
1: dude. Whenever, whenever a customer complained at a restaurant, I immediately went to. Oh, you want to talk to the manager? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, you're not gonna yell at me. Yeah. Go fucking tell. You yeah. yell at the manager yeah. if you got a beef. So Ray, uh, the the person that's making coffee in the background, kind of snickers at Ray, and Ray's like, "Hey, lady, what's your problem?" Or Whatever, he, he says, excuse me, ma'am, I don't know. He says something that is implying that the person is a woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he says, sir. Oh, no, no, sir. no, sir, sir. He says, sir. Mm-hmm. And the person turns to Ray and she basically, not she, uh, the person uh, basically gives him the, did you just assume my gender speech? Yeah. Because they identify as a them And Ray's kind of like, Ray's kind of rolling his eyes at it. And the guy that he was just talking to is like, what's your fucking problem, buddy? You just misgendered this, misgendered they. And like, you need to get the fuck out of here with your bullshit. And Ray's kind of like, what the hell? And I thought that this was a very interesting scene for Lena Dunham to have in this show. Because it seems like Lena Dunham would be very like fully in support of the you know being able to select your gender pronouns Mm -hmm. but this scene kind of makes it like kind of a mockery of it you know what i mean yeah it's
0: it's like those shows that just poke fun of like hipsters and like overly like political correct stuff but also is the show that like wants to promote that because then end because then she just like keeps saying uh white man to write white man yeah, and I was waiting This white man at at him like villa like full of vile yeah. vitriol. And I thought like, and like she's a white, he, she, they they are a white person. Uh the mm-hmm. the way to go, Vance. What the fuck is your deal, yeah. bro? <laughs> I was surprised that he called the person sir, because even then, because I felt like me looking at it, I was like, oh, that's a woman with a shaved head. Like just visually looking. And mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, um then became that whole big deal but then she starts saying the white man or he or they keep saying the white man thing god vance you cannot keep track of they i can't i can't <laughs> <laughs> it's hard when it's they when it's a singular thing i know Just right like uh, you know it takes some it takes some getting used to grammar wise
1: it takes some getting used oh. to uh and we never get up. this podcast yeah vance we're canceled. We're canceled. <laughs> Well I just we're thought, canceled. I just thought
0: Ray was We're try
1: Everybody listening, we're trying. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying. Yeah.
0: It's just the grammatical phrase. Like yeah. Um uh but I thought Ray was going to like push back and be like I am white. Like I thought he was going to say something instead of just like slowly backing out of the coffee shop and slinking away. Yeah. Um and the and the main coffee person he's talking to is this comedian yasser lester or something i've seen him in a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. but he's non-white yeah um but yeah no it was just an interesting they're just making fun of like helvetica and this like hipster coffee place and stuff and i'm like well you worked at grumpy's like you've been in brooklyn this whole time like this should not shock you right like that's what got me i'm like why are you shocked by this
1: yeah so uh yeah that I thought that was a very interesting uh, inclusion in this episode. Um, So then we get to Hannah uh, goes to find out where her dad is. She visits his hotel room. The dad is sobbing on the bed, literally sobbing because I had closed captions on and the closed caption said parentheses sobbing. I I, I might say whimpering. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. So she comes into the room and she's basically trying to figure out what happened to her dad. She just wants to make sure that he's okay and he's having a hard time getting it out. But eventually he confesses that he met a man online after Googling gay. He found a website called gay.com, which is a dating site. And he met a man through gay.com and he came down to New York to meet him. And Hannah's basically like, oh, my God, Dad, what the fuck happened? Are you okay? And the dad's like, yeah, I mean, I went to go meet him. And he didn't look anything like his pictures. And I left my wallet
0: at his place. And he's bawling his eyes out. Yeah, I loved Hannah's reaction to like, what? You left your wallet? Yeah, that's it. Like, and he kind of implies like, like, oh, when I took my pants off, like I must have fallen out or something like that. Um yeah. and he also said uh, the guy didn't look like what he looked like. The apartment was small, it was purple everywhere. Um
1: Yeah, she said his he said his couch was purple and he just kept harping on that. Like, it was yeah. so purple. Yeah.
0: And it it's it, it took a while to like to really dive into like what's really going on with the dad here, you know? Like mm-hmm. he just had his first like full on experience and it's just not it's just a lot for him to deal with, right? But to yeah. unpack this, it's... He went to gay.com looking for gay porn. Which doesn't seem like something he'd do since he admitted that he looked at a lot of gay porn before. So I feel like he knows yes. how to access it. Two, yes. calling your daughter to do this seems unnecessary. You definitely call Elijah. Elijah's your go-to. Like, right away. Also... Also, why go all the way to New York? That was going to be my third point. Like, what are you doing? Like, there are gay people in Michigan. There are gay people in states next to Michigan. Cities, towns. Like, you came all the way to New York for this.
1: Yeah. And it wasn't like he was planning a trip to visit Hannah. Like, this is a surprise. Because Hannah, when she gets on the phone with him, she's like, where are you? He's like, I'm in New York. Like.
0: I get it for the show's purpose
1: logistically
0: yeah. not so much
1: yeah and it's like as we see later when we visit this uh gentleman that her dad hooks up with you know elijah one of his points about being gay in michigan was like oh the gays in michigan must be ugly as fuck but the guy that her dad meets up with not really like a looker it seems you know
0: he just seemed like a dude though. like, I mean, he, I wasn't like, oh my God, this guy is a hideous person that catfished the hell out of you. I was like, that seems yeah. about right for their age bracket. And like, yeah. I feel like I've seen that right? actor. It seemed too. appropriate. Like, yeah. I wasn't like, oh my God, that's hideous. Like, and he seemed. Yeah. I feel like yeah. he could
1: have, he could have definitely found that guy in Michigan. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, you know? But no, he was catfished. So we don't know what picture the guy sent him or whatever.
1: Very true. You
0: know. But
1: um, but yeah, basically, this is to set up that the dad wants Hannah to go
0: to get his wallet back. And Hannah's like, what the fuck? I don't want to go to the guy's house who you just hooked up with. Like,
1: what the fuck is This is
0: everything Hannah said she didn't want to have to deal with with her dad. Now she's dealing with it like 100%. Not only is your dad yeah. hooking up with men now, you're going to now meet this guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they go over to the guy's apartment. His name is Keith. Hannah walks up and she's like, you know, she's exacerbated. She's annoyed that she has to deal with this, it seems like, because, you know, it's it's awkward as hell. And she's just annoyed that her dad kind of pulled her out of her life to go on this mission. Mm -hmm. So she knocks on the door. Keith answers and she's like, hey, what's up? Uh, My dad just uh, hooked up with you. He left his wallet here, so uh came to get the wallet, and Keith is like, "Oh, okay, um, all right, yeah, come on in, gives her the wallet, and he's like, "Hey, tell your dad that I found his name on his ID and I added him on Facebook, so if he wants to connect, uh we can connect on there, and uh you know, tell him I said hi, and Hannah's like, "You seem like a very lovely man, keith like she's she came into this very
0: ice cold, but she's warming up to him yeah." No. He does seem like a sweet dude. One one thing, I, well, there's some stuff to impact. One, she's speaking full volume in the hallway about this guy's yeah. gay relationship with the dad. Where I'm like, hopefully, he's just like out, out, you know what I mean? Yeah, like where hopefully she didn't like force, force, <laughs> like she's yelling full you know? volume about him hooking up with her dad. Uh, then they go to the apartment, didn't think the apartment was that small.
1: Yeah, the apartment looked nice. Department I looked, didn't see
0: the purple couch, didn't either. didn't see purple everywhere. Uh, cute little dog, little chihuahua dog in there.
1: Yeah. Hannah makes a comment about that. She's like, your, your dog is really cute.
0: It yeah. could be, it's like a fucking toy. It should be in a catalog. Yeah. The, and Keith is kind of like, thank you. She did the thing that is always weird. I was like, oh, so what do you do? You know, like that doesn't define this person. <laughs> like whatever its job yeah, you, is. You, like, <laughs> it's such a you weird You also thing. don't you don't need to make small talk with this guy either. No, but it's like, you got the wallet, get out. Like, and he's like, I'm I, I do boot, uh, fixing or whatever like yeah he's a boot dealer boot maker, and i'm like okay it's like what if he said he was a barista like what if he said he owned like what do you gain from knowing like what he does at all at this point um he also does offer her a special
1: discount for his boots oh she's gonna have
0: like that's very nice thank you she's definitely gonna take that up i thought it was interesting that he had the wallet in the bedroom uh nightstand they walk all the way into the bedroom.
1: You, you know what? Hold on. Before we get here, I don't think that the guy is out because he kind of hides the fact that the dad hooked up because he was like, yeah, your dad came in and we just kind of kissed. And Hannah's like, my dad said that his pants were off. So no, he definitely did no, way I mean, more than just kiss.
0: I don't think that's him hiding that he's out. I think that's him being like, I don't want to tell this god's daughter what we did. More so I than guess I. that's true. Like, like you wouldn't be there like some... you wouldn't be like I'm not out, but I'm just gonna say I kiss your dad. That would be enough to like, <laughs> like she yeah. knows her dad came over for that reason.
1: So at the end of the scene, they come to the conclusion that they are both very sweet people. Keith is like, you seem like a very nice young lady, and Hannah's like, you seem like a nice guy too. Mm-hmm. And then they
0: hug awkwardly, mm-hmm. and then Hannah Hannah dips, and that's the moment where little I was like, oh, okay, this isn't about the guy. He, it wasn't like some crazy traumatic, oh, I met some random guy and he was horrible. Like how he says is him dealing yeah. with coming face to face with who he is now. You know? Yeah,
1: and also, again, we didn't see the photos, so maybe he catfished him hard. Yeah,
0: but even if he got catfished hard, you can leave the place. Like that guy was That's true. It wasn't like that guy was. Like, I don't know. I just don't. I don't picture that guy as being the like, oh no, you're gonna stay here because you flew to Michigan. Like, no, you you could probably just yeah. leave.
1: Yeah, you
0: know? he didn't lie. And be like, oh, I don't yeah. know about any wallet. Like, he could have done that. You know, like it's mm-hmm. he he didn't seem like this awful person that the dad was saying. You know.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, so then, you know, Hannah and her dad are oh, wait, we missed a very, very important thing. While Hannah is at the hotel with her dad, her mom calls. Mm, yeah. And uh, Hannah looks at the phone and she sees that it's the mom calling and she's, she says to her dad, like, where does mom think you are? And the dad's like, she thinks I'm at Uncle Jeff's. And she's, Hannah's like, Jesus fucking Christ. So she answers the phone. The mom is like, hey, Hannah, what's going on? Where have you been? I've been trying to call you. Hannah's like, I've been at work and now I'm with dad. And she's like, where's dad? She's like, he's in New York. He met a man on the internet. And the mom is like, oh, interesting. Uh, Tell your dad, are you in the same room as him? And Hannah goes, yeah. She's like, tell your dad that I want a fucking divorce. And then Hannah hangs up and she hides that. She doesn't say that to her dad. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. So after she gets the wallet, it's interesting in that scene where you see the mom, she's like dressed a little less mommy, a little more black Mm -hmm. and like she's smoking like she. Yeah, she's definitely going through the like phases of divorce level transitioning out of it. Also, why was she calling Hannah all day?
1: Yeah, I mean, she she knows or
0: quote unquote knows that her dad is at Uncle Jeff's. Yeah, it wasn't like she was like, I've been trying to reach you all day. I'm like, Wait, what were you trying to reach her about? Like, what's the what's the yeah. pressing issue? <laughs> like Um, and I thought it was crazy that Hannah just like completely just didn't lie for her dad and just said he was here. Yeah. She sells him out hard. But saved the uncle though from having a lie about where he was.
1: True. Yeah. Very true. So after they get the while, I'm glad that we remembered that because that's an important part in this next scene. Mm-hmm um after we get the wallet they are at dinner together and the dad is trying to make small talk with hannah being like so uh how's fran she's like i don't want to fucking talk about fran right now <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> and dad's like no I, I think we should talk about fran like he seems like such a nice guy and i hope you don't you know, i hope you don't lose him and has like why does everybody think that i'm gonna fucking lose this guy like he's a pair of keys like i'm not gonna lose him it's fine yeah. She's like, I'm just still trying to deal with the fact that you are hooking up with a guy and I just had to go meet him and get your wallet. And uh she finds out that the dad had unprotected sex with Keith. Yeah, because she's ba- she makes a
0: joke about barebacking some guy in the hotel room or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah, then and then dad kind of looks look. at her like, uh oh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and has like, are you serious? You didn't wear a fucking condom? And the dad's like, I didn't need to think about that for so long. I forgot about condoms. Yeah. Seems
0: very unlike her father. But also, he's been married for what, 30 years or whatever? <laughs> like yeah. and he just flew to New York to hook up with someone he met on the internet. Like he's yeah not thinking a hundred percent clearly. Um uh and I think and that's stuff that he's dealing with. He's dealing with like that he did that, that he kinda cheated on his wife technically mm-hmm. still. Like, I mean, all those Mm -hmm. feelings are going through. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I can get get behind that. Yeah. So
1: after Hannah realizes uh, that he had unprotected sex with Keith, she's like, you don't even know this guy. This is a stranger from the internet. You just had unprotected sex. He's like, what are you fucking thinking, dad? And he's like, I don't know. Uh, And then tries to change the subject, I think. And he's like, so what did your mom call about earlier? And then Hannah drops the bomb. She's like, mom called and she said that she wants a fucking divorce does he, from you. Does he tell does she tell him that right there
0: before she calls Elijah?
1: OK, yeah, okay. because okay. she I think so anyway. But I mean, even if that order is mixed up, it's not really the biggest thing in the world. But she tells the dad like the mom wants a divorce. Oh, yeah. It's
0: a, it's after and, it's after she calls Elijah.
1: OK. Yeah. So she calls Elijah and she's like, hey, I need you to come down. I'm having a gay emergency with my dad. And Elijah's at Ray's. And he's like, I got to leave. And then Ray's like, you can't just fucking leave. That's not how work
0: works. And I'm like, what? He's just sitting there grinding coffee, like, by himself, yeah. like. In the dark alone. <laughs> and Ray's still there for some reason. Yeah. Uh Yeah, I don't even know if he's grinding because in the earlier scene, he mentioned like he's going to buy beans from Helvetica and grind them himself. (laughs) Yeah, so who knows what this guy's doing? But he's like, Hannah's got a gay, gay dad emergency, so I gotta leave. Worst
1: employees ever, so yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: So then this is where Hannah tells the dad that the mom wants a divorce, and the dad is. I gotta take issue with it. the dad is somehow like aghast and shocked. Yeah. Are you fucking
0: serious, dude? I'm surprised this didn't happen like a long time ago. This guy's unraveling. And also, yeah, it's been seven months, maybe eight at this point. Mm hmm. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Absolutely wild. Yeah. That the dad thought that like this wasn't a possibility. Because, oh, because Hannah says, oh, uh, he's like, I guess I'm gonna fly back home. Fall back to Michigan tomorrow, and she's like, "Where are you going to stay?" And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's true. He's yeah, like, Mom wants a divorce. Like, you're not, like, <laughs> you're you're not welcome back home, <laughs> <Yeah>. dude." <laughs> and he's like, "What?
1: Are you serious?
0: Is this weird, like, yes, dude? It's this weird thing where like his world is changing, but he's d- got the hand of thing where he's not realizing that it affects someone else too, you know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, her life is completely upside down now." yeah and you just so had Elijah your, you just had your daughter go to your hookup to get your wallet That's weird. Yeah, I mean that's weird as fucking and awkward yeah. man. That's weird even if it was a heterosexual couple. so yeah
1: yes. So then Elijah's on his way, he he goes outside the window of the restaurant where Hannah and her dad are, and he looks inside and sees the both of them crying their eyes out.
0: Golly. And he goes, oh, hell no. And just keeps walking. (laughs) Now, that's my favorite moment of the episode.
1: (laughs) He says, oh, hell no, cassette or something. I didn't get that reference. Yeah, I just just was like, he's not going in there. (laughs) Yeah. So he keeps walking. He walks down the street to a bar. And he's just sitting at this bar and looking at the menu. And the bartender brings him a drink. And he's like, oh, I didn't order this. And the bartender's like, I know, uh, that guy ordered it for you. He turns and he looks, and it's a famous news personality,
0: apparently, named Dill Harcourt. Yes, being played by Corey Stahl from, you will know him from the the villain in the first Ant-Man movie. He's in House of Cards, and he's also in a show that's so bad is good called The Strain that was on FX. It's like this weird vampire. I remember that show. Guillermo del Toro comic turned show. It's so it's so good. Bad. <laughs> the show is the best. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely if you if you need to binge something uh, casual, yeah. So
1: Elijah's kind of freaking out that this guy bought him a drink because he's like, I get all of my news from that guy. And the bartender's like, I know, me too. This is fucking nuts. Dill Harcourt just got you a drink. So the bartender walks away. Dill Harcourt slides on in and he's like, hey, uh, fancy evening we're having here, isn't it? And they kind of start having a uh, little flirtatious kind of date situation, like a little, little banter going back and forth. Elijah can't believe it's happening. And uh, well, a little voice crack there. Uh, <laughs> oh, puberty happens at all ages. I don't, ago. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Maybe I'm just so happy for Elijah. Elijah but, uh, is dressed so out of place for this bar too. Like it's upscale. Everyone's kind of, some people are wearing suits, like button downs. And he's wearing this like hoodie He's wearing like a floral hoodie. Yeah. Everyone else in the place has at least, you know, a suit with no tie. Would would he be? Uh, uh, is it fuck boy? Like is he the? Because sh- uh, this news guy would be like the sugar daddy, but he would he be like the yeah. sugar baby of this situation? Like it's Elijah looks like something that's not like he looks it like doesn't fit it. Yeah, he looks case. like a person that would come to that bar to hook up with the yeah men that have money or something i don't know it's just like the way just the the wardrobing costuming right there
1: yeah and i mean it's especially apparent in the next scene where they both are walking out of the bar and elijah's just got like kind of dirty jeans and that hoodie on and dill harcourt's in a full suit and tie looking very sharp very clean shaven elijah's not clean shaven Mm -hmm. at all and uh You know, they come out laughing and they're like, well, this is a good time. And then Dil Harcourt gives him a kiss on the cheek. Elijah's like, well, I'm going downtown. And Dil Harcourt goes, "Uh, well, I'm going uptown. So uh, I guess I'll see you later. Gets into a limo. Like a SUV, uh,
0: black SUV with his driver just waiting for him. yeah, Yeah. Gives him a
1: fist bump. They explode it. Gets in the car, starts rolling away and Elijah's kicking himself he's like what the fuck i'm going downtown what an idiot i'm a fucking asshole and then the car stops and dill harcourt rolls down his window and uh extends one of his business cards to elijah and he's like hey give me a call sometime i'd really like to see you again and elijah takes it and then he's very smitten he's like oh my god i can't believe this is happening to me this is so awesome yeah and then harcourt drives away and uh then we go back to Hannah and her dad walking down the street. What, what, and the dad's like,
0: what's up? What do you think? How do you think it goes with the driver of that car when he's like, hey, pull up uh, half, like, two feet so I can give him my card? Like, what Like, what does that guy yeah, say? Let him, let him sink in to his decision <laughs> yeah. of not fucking Dil hardcore. Like, like, you're the driver. You're like, okay, I'm about to pull off and drive this guy home. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. Slowly creep up next to him <laughs> so I can get the card.
1: Let's watch him cuss at himself yeah. and kick himself let him, for not fucking. Let him do me. the
0: rom-com, walk away, talk to himself. Yeah. I was still waiting for yeah. Elijah to be like, oh no, I can go uptown and hop in the car, you know? Yeah,
1: that's what I was expecting to happen too. But uh instead, uh, I don't know, do you think that this this re- this relationship's gonna go anywhere?
0: Yeah, I feel like uh he'll definitely be in at least another episode. <laughs>
1: Do you think that he's going to last more than, let's say, over under three and a half? I'll
0: give. What are we on two episodes? in. I'll give man over under. I'll do under over under three and a half for Dill Hardcore. I'm going to go under three and a half because I would think three. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah me too. Um, yeah. But Elijah has to have something to do. <laughs> and maybe he can see him kiss uh, Hannah and freak out, too.
1: Yeah. And then Harcourt and Fran
0: kiss. And then it's just a bloody orgy. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how many people are rooting for that, but yeah. Yep. So then we go back
1: to Hannah and her dad walking down the street and uh, the dad's kind of looking in shock and he's just kind of like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And Hannah says, don't worry about it. I'm here for you. And that's where we wrap up the episode. What'd you think about this episode as a whole, Vance? Um, it's
0: good, solid episode. Solid, like interesting developments. Yeah, I would have loved to see a little more. I feel like the Ray stuff was just there, just to be kind of funny, and just to show mm-hmm. that Elijah works at Ray's now. Yeah, I mean, maybe Dill Harcourt is gonna get into
1: cahoots with Ray, and yeah. maybe. Either try to sabotage his political career or further
0: his political career. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about the crossover of that. But yeah. He could yeah, that's a good point. Rake would have issues probably with wait, he's a news report. He's a news reporter, not a politician, right? Yeah, he's a news guy. Yeah. Um maybe Ray will use that news poll. Use the platform. <laughs> yeah. Like all of a sudden they're just talking about coffee wars instead of real wars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah man. Um, yeah, he could just have that guy come to his coffee shop and probably do a little more. Get a little pub. Uh, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh the Adam uh the Adam stuff. Yeah, we're just writing that this happened. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I kind of I feel like called it.
1: Would you consider this ho- them hooking up? Would you say that my prediction was
0: right? If this happened between Marnie and Adam, I would 100% count it. <laughs> So, yeah. (laughs) I was thinking the other day, even if Adam had a dream sequence where he hooked up with Marnie, I would count it. (laughs) Or vice versa. I would count it. It would count towards my prediction. I was like, nope, I I called it.
1: Yeah. So that is the episode. Uh, Before we sign off, I I feel like we got a shout out. uh, One of our listeners sent. So we've had the thing about not knowing the layout of Shoshana's apartment up until this season because now she's in Japan and we were always confused about what the fuck is up with the apartment like we don't we're always confused about the layout. One of our listeners actually emailed in and sent an article from the I guess the designer of the sets for Girls with the layout of Shoshana's apartment to try and illuminate what we uh what we're always confused about uh so we want to send a thank you to that i I forget the name i'm so sorry do you remember vance Uh,
0: let's find out because we should know uh it was
1: uh Devin. Devin, thank you so much for sending that email i have to say after looking at that apartment sketch and floor plan i still have no idea about that apartment <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> that apartment just, still makes no sense to me it's like a fun house when you look at the other episodes you're like wait the couch is in the middle but this drawing the couch is against the wall and like where's the kitchen and where was that scene where jessa was uh sleeping with the guy and she was hiding in the closet she was sleeping with the guy yeah. hanging out the window there's so many <laughs> and i'm sure yeah. like this this article is from like the early seasons too so uh, it I'm also sure it looked like um, up a bit but yeah
1: it also looked like in the floor plan just in one corner it just looked like there was a pile of clothes <laughs> yeah
0: i was like what is that i wasn't sure what the <laughs> but air, i do i wasn't sure what the air shaft for the building <laughs> part was <laughs> oh.
1: yeah but i do yeah definitely thank you for uh sending that in that's awesome that you know yeah. That that information was out there, so yeah, I'll thank share i so that on
0: Facebook and uh, possibly in the show notes. So, yeah, so everyone yeah, also else on can our check Instagram out, page,
1: now. our Instagram page probably too. Uh, Boys watching girls podcast.
0: Um, anything else? Um, now let's get to our predictions for next episode. All right, well, Vance,
1: I believe that we're going to have an interesting episode in the next one because. Season five, episode three is titled Japan.
0: I was actually hoping that we would get this type of episode. This, this, you think it's the Shoshana? Because I feel like you have it's obviously, yeah, it's
1: obviously going to be Shoshana centric. Yeah, do you think it's going to be an all Shoshana,
0: all the time episode? I think it probably 75 percent. I would think 75 percent. Unless it's Shoshana coming back and just telling him about Japan. Um, mm. But if we're here, I feel like this is the episode. It's kind of like the Iowa stuff. We're like, we're there in Iowa and we're just showing everything that happened so we can just get her back in New York. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So...
1: Well, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, give us a five star review on Apple. Follow us on Instagram at Boys Watching Girls Podcast. Like our Facebook page if you want to email in. It's boyswatchinggirlspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, yes, thanks for listening and stay tuned for next week when we talk about the episode Japan.